Hello and welcome. I'm Diane and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today I'm going to be talking about the easy ways that you can refresh or level up your personal brand in 2024. These are simple things that are often overlooked that can have a really big impact on your personal brand going forward. So if this sounds like something that you might be interested in this time of the year, then grab a cup of tea and let's get into it. Have you ever noticed how a fresh bunch of flowers can completely liven up a space? It can make something that might have been feeling a little bit stale or a little bit boring new again. The same can apply for your personal brand. In branding, consistency is key. Consistency builds trust and trust builds loyalty. But that doesn't mean never evolving. People want to be taken on a journey of your brand growing. So how can you do that? That's what I'm going to talk about in today's episode. I'm going to be sharing my top five recommendations for your personal brand heading into 2024. Personal branding is usually a long game, but these are the things that can have an almost immediate impact on the way that people perceive you and how they remember you. But before we get into what those are, let's have a look at what personal branding is to begin with. 25 years ago, Tom Peters revolutionized the business world when he published an article in Fast Company called The Brand Called You. And in it, he proposed that you are already the CEO or the marketing director of your own personal brand. Personal branding is generally agreed to be what people think about you how you make them feel, what they say about you, especially when you're not in the room, and how they remember you. So if you keep all of this in mind, really, you already have a personal brand. Personal branding is simply choosing to be intentional about what it represents. When it comes to your personal brand, you can absolutely leave this up to fate. But as one of my favourite branding experts, Donald Miller, would say, fate is a horrible writer. Branding is storytelling. So in a noisy marketplace, what is your authentic brand story saying? Now, this idea isn't new. Humans have been evolutionarily hardwired for all of these years to make sense of our experiences through storytelling. Research has shown that when a story is shared with a fact, it is 20 times more likely to be remembered than when a fact is shared on its own. Now, you might be thinking, I don't think that anyone actually cares about my story or cares about having a personal connection with me. But research actually shows otherwise. A Nielsen study showed that 33% of people trust brand messages while 90% of people trust recommendations from someone that they know. My first tip is to define your core values. Simon Sinek in Start With Why famously said, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Generally, when it comes to personal brands or in business, people know how to communicate what they do and how they do it. It's the why that they tend to become a little bit less clear about. But the best companies know how to do this well. Let's have a look at Apple, for example. Apple has said, 
everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. The way we challenge the status quo is by making products beautifully designed, simple to use and user-friendly. And we happen to make great computers. Want to buy one? While personal branding is often misunderstood as an act of vanity or self-promotion, this is only the case if you're not doing it correctly. It should be a representation of your values. It's a chance to outwardly express what you want to be remembered for in everything you do. This can be from your interests to your verbal and visual identities and many other things. Personal branding men for you and your teams is a chance to outwardly express the values that you want to be remembered for. And remember that it is our values that unite us. Business is personal. People connect with people, people buy from other people, and it's personal connections that build brand trust. My second tip is to sharpen your verbal personal brand. Now, you might have heard of the communications pipe. It is based on this idea that when we are communicating, impressions that are formed come more from our tone of voice and our non-verbal communication than they do from the actual words that we choose to use. So heading into a new year, think about what you really want your tone of voice for your personal brand to be. What do you want to be known for? I suggest writing down four to five defining traits and identify what that sounds like or what those behaviours look like for each of those traits and what they don't look like. This will help you to identify when you are acting on brand versus when you are acting off brand. And remember to have these come back to what your core values are. My next tip is to elevate your visual identity. Now, we like to think that we don't judge a book by a cover, but research has shown that we do. It has been found that first impressions can be formed as quickly as within a tenth of a second. So when we interact with someone, we are sending cues about what we represent. That is then creating an assumption about our personal brand. That assumption is then being filtered through that person's beliefs, values, ideas, and some of their experiences to form that overall impression of you. So if people are going to be judging you anyway, then why not be intentional about what you want to represent? I shared in a blog late last year about the simple ways that you can refresh your wardrobe, your professional wardrobe, heading into 2024. But the simple version of that for you to think about today will be what can you do to elevate your personal brand as being recognisable in the marketplace heading into 2024? Maybe it is wearing a signature colour. As we know in branding, colours help us become recognisable in the marketplace. Maybe it is adopting a signature element in your wardrobe. Or maybe it is refreshing your wardrobe altogether. And this does not need to mean buying more. My tip for considering how you are elevating your visual identity or refreshing your professional look and feel is to accentuate what is already 
coming naturally to you or what people already know you for as your first go-to. Don't forget that when it comes to refreshing your visual identity in a new year, that you are also revealing your online presence. The new year is a great opportunity to update your headshots and to refresh those banners on your profile. And when it comes to refreshing your headshots, this does not need to be an expensive exercise. All you need is your camera phone and hopefully the help of a friend. My next tip is to push your content creation comfort zone and do this with clear goals. Now on my blog, I cover a lot more detail about content creation and how to market like a magnet, but for the purpose of this episode, I am going to break this down into a couple of really simple ideas. I want you in the new year to consider focusing on one platform and you might like to think about whether this is going to be a short form platform or a long form platform. So a short form platform is something like your LinkedIn or Instagram or TikTok or Pinterest, or maybe it's even short form in the sense that you send out brief emails to your audience. You also have the option to consider long form platforms. So things that are more naturally inclined for long form content, such as blogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, or maybe even video podcasts like what I am doing in 2024. Remember that when it comes to these long form platforms, you don't necessarily have to make them as long as you might think you need to. The beauty of platforms like podcasts or YouTube videos or blogs is that you can make them as long or as short as you decide they need to be for you and your audience. My second recommendation in the content creation space is to set a clear goal. And I don't suggest having this be about things that you're not able to control, like lag indicators, like your number of followers or subscribers or your level of engagement, but rather focus on things that you can control. Things like how often are you going to post on a particular platform? Is it going to be daily, weekly, fortnightly, or monthly? And are you aiming to post at a particular time on the same day every time? Knowing these things will help hold you more accountable to maintaining the habit of content creation. My final tip is to co-brand yourself. They say that we are who we spend our time with, and it is no different when it comes to your personal brand. Who you associate with, helps to form the impression that people have of you and how you are remembered. E-right relationships can help to elevate your personal brand. So heading into the new year, if there was one organisation or even a person that you would want to co-brand yourself with, who would that be? Think about the opportunities that you might be able to work with this brand or this person. Maybe you will work on a project with them, a campaign or a content piece. Maybe you will volunteer for them. Maybe you will engage in their services or buy their products, or maybe you will co-host an event with them. 
What are the ways that you can associate your personal brand with something that you also want to be known for? Something that's in alignment with what you want to represent and be remembered for. While consistency is the golden rule of marketing, keep your brand evolving, especially heading into a new year. If you have found any of this content useful, do please let me know by liking, commenting, rating or subscribing wherever you are listening. Thank you so much and I look forward to joining you on the next episode.